Welcome to Tea Time with Shaylee and Amber, the podcast where we talk about all the shit that your horse wants you to know and what you can do about it. Amber is a horse trainer and a personal results coach, certified in Theta and Semitic Breathwork. Shaylee is an animal communicator who also teaches communication. Both knowledge seekers with the intention of sharing that knowledge and hoping that we can encourage the listeners to do the same. In today's episode, we speak a little bit about our own personal journeys and the struggles that we're pushing up against in this current moment. We delve into topics like spirituality, negative energy, and embracing the discomfort of personal growth. We chat a little bit about reconnecting with the natural cycles of seasons changing and our own journeys and how we can sort of honor ourselves and what we need in the current moments to do what best serves us. So we hope you guys enjoy. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the podcast. Last week, we actually didn't remind myself before this what we talked about. I think we talked about Chico's cough, which is still haunting my life. But if you were fearing for me, um, he has a vet appointment tomorrow. Um, And we talked about a bunch of other stuff. I can't remember now, but I'm sure it was great. And maybe (laughs) go listen to it. (laughs) Today, um, today... What I will say as a side note, because I'm sitting outside right now, and for those of you who watch us on YouTube, and I don't think that we ever like said this out loud, but um, one day, so I've always been blurry, like for the entire year we've been doing podcasts, I have had this like blurry mist over me. And the entire year I told Amber, yeah, my computer's really old. Like I really need a new one. It's just, and I never thought to clean off the camera. Let me tell you guys. My camera was dirty. I mean, it's not perfect. I'm like significantly clearer, like significantly. So that's how well I'm doing life and how well my three brain cells work for me. (laughs) Well, look at us Um, up every week still consistently, which is a big deal because my attention span is pretty small and I feel like. We need to give each other and ourselves a pat on the back for staying consistent for however freaking many episodes we've done so far. Even Mm -hmm. if we don't know what we're going to talk about for the day, we still show up for all of you. (laughs) Definitely. And I think because this episode is happening in like the fall and we're transitioning into winter, um, a gentle reminder that your horses are growing out their winter coats right now. and. We can't relate because we don't grow them, but it's a big um, energy sucker for them. It like takes like their vitamins and minerals and they talk to me about how like they don't have as much energy this time of year and like they're of course dealing with bugs still and then we're changing their schedules, which by the way, changing them to night turnout or day turnout or whatever, um, that is like a big thing for them too, changing their schedules and like the grass is changing again. So just keep in mind that if your horses are a little sluggish or a little off or whatever the case may be, any behavioral changes could simply be because their bodies are going through some massive changes right now, preparation for winter. Yeah. And I think that's true for the people too, right? Like what, there's like such a fatty theme of guilt and not having the energy to do all of the things they normally do or going on. I don't know if it's just because we're in 
the vision quests right now. And that's kind of what's coming up. I've seen the word guilt many times in the vision quest. And I almost went live in there this morning, um, but I didn't have the energy. <laughs> and so, so being really easy with yourselves, because we're also, we're so detached from the natural cycles of seasons and, you know, working with our own bodies and our own intuition and listening to the messages and the way society is set up is you have to go to work and you have to be at this time and you have to do this and that. And it doesn't matter how you feel. You just go do the thing. When I'm all about refocusing for this last year on, I don't want to work in December. You know what I mean? Like, I feel like last December I worked so hard and I got so sick, um, November and December. It's because I was pushing against my body, wanting to just shut down and like go quiet and go within. And, um, and I was pushing real hard. So also just, if you're having a day where you're like, dang, like, I don't feel like it then just freaking don't <laughs> here's your permission slip. Just don't just say, I can't, I don't have the energy to, um, and whatever that looks like, like, don't go on social media. Don't respond to text messages unless it's like emergency. Don't answer your phone. Like, do whatever you do to protect your your energy level and your peace of mind because um, that's how you get sick when you don't listen to your bodies. It's so funny, though, how that can turn into such a vicious cycle, at least for me, like, I will find myself being like, oh, I don't have the energy for this. And then it becomes like a belief system. Then it's like, um, so I don't know if this is just me, but like, it will start out as like two days of not having energy. And I'm like, I'm not going to do anything because I don't have the energy. And then before I don't have the energy, I will tell myself, oh, I don't have the energy right now. I'm not going to do it. And then I have to be like, wait, is that really how I feel? Like, don't go down that path of like repeating this to yourself. And then it's so funny how guilt totally does show up when you're like the grass on our property is feral right now because I have not mowed it in like two weeks. And like I was anxious about doing this podcast because I'm like, oh, the sun is going down sooner and I got to mow the grass. And it's so funny, like the things that we choose to be like frantic or worried about because it's like in the grand scheme of things, like how important really is that? And can't you put it off? And like, the whole running out of time thing. I feel like I get that a lot, especially with like, Amber has to deal with this with me all the time. Like she'll be like, do you want to record a podcast? And I'm like, well, I've been sitting from like eight in the morning till like 2 PM. And if I do a podcast, it's going to be four. And then I'm only going to have five hours of daylight. And like, I totally am such a person that's like, I live by the sun. I don't know why I don't do. Does that happen to you? Like, do you live by the sun and like the hours of of like daylight I, I almost have like a scarcity not I don't think it's a scarcity but I am very aware of like how much daylight I have to do things um I feel like and definitely in the winter because our time changes and then we lose an hour and then all of a sudden drastically it's freaking dark at like five o'clock and you're like what happened um but I feel like as of the last year, I stopped having it affect me so much, very much before, but I was had horses in training and I had to pick up kids. And, and so like, I've eliminated the horses in training. And so now I have all this like time to, oh, I have the time where the kids are in school to have this entire morning to do the things. Um, but yes, prior to that was something that like drove my entire existence constantly it was like 
I was always like, I have to hurry and do all the things. And, you know, what's interesting is you posted something, I think it was yesterday about, um, instead of focusing on the problem or go out and find something that's good about your horse. What did you say? You said something in your post. Um, yeah, it was like every problem that people ask me, I want them to say like one good thing too. Yeah. And so it was interesting. Cause that like, of course, 15 minutes before that I was watching, um, this person I follow and he had put out there to have people throw a question mark behind any statement you make about yourself or any statement you make about like things in general. And so I was like, what does that even mean? Like throw a question mark. What does that look like? And it was like, I'm so this or any belief that wants to come out, any pattern that is spoken by you or beliefs that you have. And then you throw a question mark at the end of it. So um, um, like I'm running out of time. Instead of having it be a statement, you throw a question mark and you turn it into like, am I running out of time? And it's like, oh, well, actually, and it slows down and softens the like, it's like a pattern interrupt in a way where it leaves you open to be curious about, wait, is this actually factual? Like the energy thing? I'm so tired. I'm, I have no energy. And it's like, I have no energy. Is that true? You know, like constantly questioning everything that you're saying, you know, and I think I always, we always go back to that daily practice of, I have a meditation can you check in and see where you're actually at? I love it that I know when that your horses cough because your eyes go like this. Like stop coughing. <laughs> but um, but having that daily practice and going, where am I actually at? Do I need rest? You know, or am I just trying to avoid something? Am I detaching from reality? You know, maybe you need to for a little while, but definitely not getting stuck in any one pattern constantly checking with yourself what do I actually need right now maybe I'm just really fucking dehydrated and I have no energy because my body has no nutrients or no water in it you know like getting curious and going deeper with instead of just letting it lie like subsurface statements that you're making and then living by yeah it's so interesting to me because the more awareness that you like bring well, in my own experience, the more awareness that I am bringing to like all of this stuff, the more emotions I feel and the more frustrating it is to go like throughout the day without awareness. Like some days I'm like, can I just not be aware of anything? But it's wild how when you do start becoming aware and you start realizing like those moments where you do feel really good and you have that daily practice and you're like I know that this can be my baseline it feels so much more uncomfortable to you when you get out of that baseline and you're like in the in the shit and you're like okay what is going on how do I get out of this and I think I've been in that phase for a while now where I'm so aware when I'm not in like vibrational alignment with where I want to be and then it like spirals me for a second. And I'm like, how do I get out of this? And I was telling Amber before the call of it, like, I don't have capacity for anything right now. I'm like, I don't want, like, I'll have like friends text me and be like, look at how cute, cute my horse is in the stall. And I'm like, don't want to see it. Like, don't nobody text me anything. And it has nothing to do with them, but it's almost just like, needing to like be in my own thoughts. And I think that's part of like the running out of time thing or like the um, like Amber always has to give me like 30 minutes between like my last session, like 
even today, I don't know if you did that on purpose, like because of your own time schedule, but I was like, I can do a podcast right now. I just got done. And you're like, okay, let's do it in 15 minutes. Like, I feel like we have like this working relationship where, um, like you give me time in between. Cause it's so wild how I will. And I think it's like the nature of my work, right? Like I really have to hold space for others and I have to really get myself into vibrational alignment and set everything aside. And I'm grateful that I can do that. Like, even if I care like some gnarly news right before I can always, for the sake of the horse, like totally calm my energy down and like get in the moment. Um, but it's so funny how the time thing gets to me where like, sometimes I'll be asked to do something like jump on a zoom call or whatever after I've been on the phone all day and I can feel every being in my body just being fucking pissed about it. Like, I'm just like, Oh no, like I've been here for forever. I need to move my body. I can't. And then you give me like 15 minutes and I'm like, what do you want to talk about on the podcast? It's like so wild how that is. (laughs) Well, I feel like Johnny, his, Anytime I ask Johnny if he wants to do anything, I'm initially 90% of the time met with resistance, even if it's something he wants to do. It's very strange. And I don't know if it's a Taurus thing or what it is, Destiny's. But it's like this funny thing where I never like take it for face value until I let like the thing land for a few minutes. And then he's like, okay. And I'm like, okay, here we go. <laughs> so when you texted me earlier, cause I didn't expect to do a podcast today. So I was like, oh yeah, sure. Totally. Cause I'm retired now. So <laughs> I've lost my identity completely. I have no idea what I'm doing all day long. So yeah, I have tons of time. Um, I actually don't even have a vehicle right now cause it's in the shop. So I was like, yeah. And then I think the statement of, if you don't want to do it right now, I'm going to go run. And I was like, <laughs> she's going to go. For and I was like, how about, I was like, we create space. If I say in 15 minutes and she's like, nope, can't wait. Gotta go run in this 15 minutes. I was like, then it's not the day for a podcast. Maybe she just needs to go run. But you were like, okay. And I was like, okay, podcast is on because we have all week. <laughs> so yeah, it is funny. It's, um, you just get in tune with people and you start to like, but that's like the important thing of having, I were going into a lot of like talking about relationships with like partners or with business ways and animals and whatever and talking about it in the vision class too it's like you have to like be or surrounding yourself with people that don't take the stuff personal which is really hard you know like you know all the people texting you going hey look at this look at that you're like oh if you were to text me I don't want to look at anything don't fucking talk to me today I'd be like cool talk to you tomorrow like I would never like be offended by that I'd be like oh she's in a shit because also I want to be around the people that have boundaries I want to be around the people that can just like speak their truth unapologetically and if my feelings were to get hurt that would be on my own rejection stuff probably popping up you know what I mean so there is something to be said around um being around that energy and and starting to notice it and the awareness piece is you know your own stuff so it's like if that's being triggered in me I know that has nothing to do with like anyone I'm interacting with at any point in this day but it's still hard because there are things like I think things about people being really loud and like certain and then when they're being loud and certain and speaking it as if there is no other way 
that triggers the fuck out of me. <laughs> and so I started to question, like, is that because is that what I do? I'm like, am I doing that? And I I think um and I was kind of sitting with it yesterday and I was like, no, I think that if I were to do that, my little alarm bells should go off because I don't think anyone should ever be seeking speaking so certain about things. Like, um, so it was like something that I bump into pretty regularly where I'm like, like, stop, just shut up. Um, so being aware of your own stuff and being able to like question it before you just go off your hinges and live in a state of like, every time I go anywhere, I'm affected by everything. So I just stay home and <laughs> it's not sustainable. <laughs> well, what's funny about that is I had this little revelation um, when I was doing the Masterson Method Clinic this past weekend. Yeah. It's wild how like my own energy is growing too, because I used to I know I talk about this all the time, but I used to be so like non-emotional, like so closed off and just like letting everyone process their own stuff. And like, I like had no emotions of my own. And then of course I met you and started getting into all this other stuff. And, um, and now like my sessions are shifting and it's so interesting because all these emotions are coming up for me. And I think it's because I'm working with a lot of clients who are like deeply empathetic and they really, really want to do right by their horse and they're aligned with my intentions. And so now it's like someone shows like an ounce of kindness and I'm like, oh God, like my, I'm like so freaking emotional. And like, even just like, I had a lesson with Lockie the other day and like, he's so good at like showing you when your horse cares about you. So like we were doing his mother full bonding and then Fern, who's like my three-year-old baby, like did a circle around me because she saw that a chicken was coming and she wanted to protect me. And he's like, sit with that. Like in his little perfect accent, he's like, sit with that. Just feel that. Like how amazing. And I was like, Oh oh God. (laughs) (laughs) So now I think I'm like opening that empathetic side of me. If you're in the work of creating containers for people to heal or guiding them to their own truths and getting them to be able to hear their own intuition, like you need to have been able to, I have felt all of these uncomfortable things and I am still here. And while sometimes it's shitty on the flip side, the amazing stuff is a thousand times more amazing because I'm completely embodying all of these things. Um, But I do think there is a level of, for me, I didn't ever want to feel anything in my body because I would watch people get really sick. People that I knew that were mentors of mine that are, are not now, but I can see why they were getting sick. And so for me, it was like, I wanted to shut all that down. So I didn't experience that because I had a belief that if I did feel or could tap into, then I wouldn't be well, I would be sick and I would end up with some like major problems. So I shut that down for a long time. Um, but I feel like just in the last year, I've actually been paying attention to it. Right. And I think in the beginning when you were like, how do I don't want to tell this to the person, like, this is very uncomfortable (laughs) when it was like, that ties right into the responsibility, right. Of this is your experience. I have faith that you will figure this out and you will be fine. And if you don't, that's the path that you are on. And I'm here to support you for however long you stay in my space um, but that's such a hard, heavy thing for people to be able to do is the responsibility Ugh, for fuck's sake. But it's the holding space pieces. Yeah, I can actively feel all the things. And then also like 
experience the good stuff. It's not always about feeling shitty or feeling, you know, it's the suppression of those emotions and those memories and all of these things in the body that get you sick and manifested all of all of these like crazy issues that people have. But it's so interesting because why are we like so hardcore set on avoiding discomfort and sadness and anger? You know what I mean? Like I understand like vibrationally, it doesn't really align with like if you're in the flow and things are working good, but like this is the thing that I thought of this morning is like, why are we trying so hard to, even when we're consciously saying you're a human and this is what you're supposed to experience and it's all fine and good still at like a deeper level, like nobody wants to feel angry. Nobody wants to feel sad. You know what I mean? So it's like, there's still this like deeper level that I think we're like getting to where we can really just, and I think the embody it and I think the beginning thing is being more empathetic and being like hey I cried on that commercial I was flipping through Instagram and some stupid <laughs> meme went by some video and I'm like <laughs> like I don't know <laughs> but I know it's better than not having feelings like I think we're on the right path <laughs> oh I, I think I have to get deep into the feel like I always end up deep diving so I think I'm gonna just be like bawling my eyes out for however long and then I'm gonna find balance at some point and like be able to manage it but yeah it, it is interesting and I think part of it too is like um the mothering nature like when we're kids like you fall and we cry and we go to our moms and our moms are like oh you're fine it's not bleeding you're good or whatever and like we get coddled and some of me like wonders if like that's part of it where we don't we we grow up this is just something that's coming to my mind just now so I don't know if this is real or not and I haven't really thought about it so take this with a grain of salt but like do we grow up seeking validation from others because of the way we run to our parents and they coddle us we're like oh I don't feel good that hurt I'm sitting deep in my emotions I don't know what to do with this we go to our mom and the mom says oh you're fine and so you feel this experience and you're like okay I need to like push this away and if I think about it in my own communication practice it's so interesting because I really do think that I was seeking validation from the humans for a long time and I wanted them to tell me like yes you're doing right and yes that sounds good and yeah that's totally aligned with what my vet says and now it's more like I'm seeking the validation within myself and knowing that the messages that I'm getting are coming from the horse and I feel very grounded in it. So now when I meet resistance, I can say like, Hey, this is why I got what I got. And this might be something to look into or whatever. But I wonder if some of it comes from like us being babies and not having to experience the emotions on our own. Like there's usually some, there's always someone there to pick you up when you're crying, when you're young. Well, I think the pushing away and the seeking the validation comes when we didn't get that because <laughs> I, I don't, we didn't really, I think either of us really get that. It, the you're fine is not validating that. No, I'm hurt. I'm hurt mentally because that was scary. Physically I'm bleeding and that hurts. Like, and emotionally I'm feeling like I need a safe place to land. Then, you know, I am safe to embody all of these things. But if you have a mom that said, you're fine, like I think we both did, you kind of go, yeah. oh, I am, I'm fine. You're fine. Stop crying. And you're fine. It's not, is it bleeding? Like, are you broken? Do you need to go to the hospital? Then you're fine. 
And it's like, oh, so then you're like, I'm experiencing all of this stuff, but I'm being told that I'm okay. And so then that that dialogue that you hear growing up becomes your entire internal dialogue. So then you're going, I'm fine. I'm fine. Like, I'm not bleeding. I'm fine. I'm fine. And inside you're like, I'm not fine. There's all these things that I want to experience, but I'm, I'm fine. So I need to suck it up and be okay until you get older. And then you're like, well, maybe all of this stuff that I've been stuffing since I was a child is now just being fucking poked at and popped and all the little water balloons are just bing, 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 bing. So you're in like this entire state of clearing. And the rebalance, I think, comes from when it has been suppressed for so long that all of a sudden it's just this massive amount of like emotion that starts to flow through. And then I do feel like it it does trickle out and like balance out. And then you're like, I can cry when something's sad or I can be mad when there's something to be mad about. And then I can also feel okay in the middle of both of those. You know what I mean? The fluctuation becomes less like extreme. But I think that that seeking validation of other people comes because you were invalidated as a child. And so you're like, wait a minute, that, but that's not how I feel, but maybe I'm wrong. And then you're like, hey, how do I feel? How do I feel? Am I good? Am I doing okay? Like, <laughs> So it's like just coming Yeah, home. that used to be me. Mm-hmm. Wow. That's deep. <laughs> Look at us go. <laughs> We're changing my life one episode at a time. I feel like I get like a little like I get a little light bulb like after every episode we do. <laughs> uh, oh, our horses. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, thanks for listening. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Good luck, everyone. Good luck out there <laughs> in emotion land. Uh, <laughs> uh, um, yes. So take take from that what what you will, <laughs> and hopefully something in there feels good to you, and we can offer you some validation for how you feel, <laughs> even if your mothers didn't, <laughs> your caretakers. Um, yeah, like just toy with like how am I feeling right now, and like. What are the things that I'm saying to myself and stick a question mark? Am I tired right now? Or is that something I'm just saying because it keeps me from having to like experience like bigger, more difficult emotions, start asking yourself better questions. Um, you know, what can I, what can I do right in this moment to feel better than I do right now? You know, what can I be grateful for right in this moment? I have resistance against the grateful thing, um, that I have to look at because it just feels like, am I just like trying to force myself, you know, out of the spot I'm in? And I think it has to do with sometimes allowing myself. And I just want to feel sad right now. And it's like, oh, okay. And then you feel the sadness, you let everything. And when it feels like it's kind of cleared out, then it's like, okay, now what can I be grateful for? So I think maybe that's my little thing that I'm on right now. Um, if any of this has resonated with anybody watching, listening, put it somewhere, <laughs> share the episode. We're all about... The next, I'm gonna get real annoying. I think in on social media through October and November, you know, pushing the pod. Oh, it's not even October yet. Maybe through the rest of September and October, um, sharing the pod, expanding the pod, growing the pod because um, we're gonna get better at that. So if you did like this episode, share it with your people wherever on social media or text it to your mom. <laughs> Just kidding. Don't do that. I don't want to get in trouble. <laughs> And then let us know how you're feeling. All right. See you guys next time. Bye.